I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. First, you're going to tell me about this dying stuff. Sorry about that. What is a scientist? You caught me like I'm experimenting with science. It's like magic with electricity. I know that. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. The smartest scientists in the entire world all agree science is a liar sometimes. Seriously, this could not seem less scientific. Those idiots don't know anything about science. It's science. I believe it's pronounced science. This is the least scientific thing I've ever seen. So I'm just experimenting with them? You be quiet. Thank you, scientists. Under the guise of science in the afternoon. Welcome, welcome. I'm Chris. I'm Charles. And this is the latest, earliest start we've got. Or the earliest late start we've got. Mm. Yeah, we're currently recording. It's just after dinner at my house. But I eat early with the children's. You gotta eat early with the children. Yeah, because they're fucking nightmares if they're hungry. For, <laughs> like, they, it's amazing how quick the tank goes from full to empty, and they just turn into beasts. Like, there's no, hey, I'm starting to feel a little bit hungry. Can I have a snack? It's I'm starving and I'm punching my brother. <laughs> it's I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. Oh my god, I might die of hunger right now. Yeah. yeah. Hundred percent. It just goes into into survival hunter gatherer mode, and, and it becomes my problem. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck you, I ate. <laughs> <laughs> I never have that problem. No, you're lucky. Well, no, that's just because because I'm always eating. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. That was fun, flaming. I am too. But yes, the whole not having kids thing definitely. There's just a different set of problems we both have to deal with. That's all it is. Yeah. But I guess everybody has their own nonsense. Speaking of nonsense, I so I'm listening back on older episodes, especially. Uh, I was reminded again that I had two different opportunities to to tell an awesome story from when I w- went to Iceland, both obviously when we were talking about Iceland and then uh-huh. the other time when we were talking about people doing uh, playing that uh, that volleyball game. But it's like Muay Thai where you can only use right, your legs. Right. So. And I was like, there's no way I'm not telling this now. Uh First off, uh, the the way bars work in Iceland is Sunday to Thursday night. They are they have to close by 10 p.m. Federal mandate bars must be closed by 10 p.m. But they also do the Europe, uh, Ireland, Scotland thing where as long as you're in the bar. When 10 o'clock hits, they just lock the door and then you can leave eventually whenever. So. That just means they don't take any new people in. But you can stay there as late as you like. Gotcha. Um, However, Friday and Saturday nights, you are permitted to keep your establishment open until 6 
or 8 a.m. the following morning, owner's discretion. So everywhere that closed at 10 a.m. <laughs> all week is now open till the following morning. And Saturday night in Reykjavik, which is where all the the only city area is, uh, 4 a.m. in Reykjavik is like midnight in Manhattan. Like, that was when everybody was really starting to get going. And Wow. Uh my brother and my sister-in-law were not we were like we have been out since the time when everybody else normally starts drinking and we're going to bed so it's like 4 30 5 in the morning and we're waiting waiting online uh for taxis and this is 2008 so i still had a flip phone uh on top of that uh i was like i'm on vacation i'm gonna leave my phone in my uh in my room, in my backpack, because it's not gonna, it's not gonna work anywhere here anyway. So, didn't even okay. have that on me. We hear we hear some commotion behind us, and we turn around, and it's two picture Scandinavian European looking dudes, you know, very, very pasty, very slender European cut suits, so very very tight. Okay. And these guys are fighting, but their hands are like locked at their own hips and they are only kicking each other. What? And is this like a real angry fight or is it, like some kind of challenge? I I don't know. They looked angry. Oh. Like they weren't like yelling shit at each other, but there was lots of in addition to all like the obviously uh like the kicking and slapping of good shoes on pavement type noises there was also just lots of you know like exerting themselves but yeah there was no screaming at each other and that's weird i i I don't know what it was but it like the the confusion of turning around like oh they're fighting they're in suits and and they're not using their hands or arms at all. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> right, each detail. Yeah, becomes... <laughs> there was just more and more questions. The more the more stuff <laughs> I observed. So, what we were hoping for is we decided that there is Icelandic kickfighting fight club at five in the morning, on technically Sunday morning, and then you go to your assigned corner and you just meet your new challenger and you have to wear your best suit and you are not allowed to use your hands. Okay. And, uh, interesting rules. Yeah. I, I like it. Like you don't, you don't know who your next challenger is. It's, it's not about who it is. It's about what are you, what are you bringing? You know, it's almost like golf in a way in that you have, it's that you're playing against yourself, except you're also fighting someone. I think. It sounds like like Irish river dancing though, almost with the arms at the side kind of thing, and everything <laughs> is all legs and feet. Yeah, like I wonder if it's because in in Ireland they did that because dancing was illegal. So if you were looking in the window, it would just you know everybody would be kind of just doing that. You wouldn't be able to see what they were doing with their legs. So maybe fighting is illegal. <laughs> is that really the like? Re- <laughs> is that really the origin of that? I don't know if that's true or not. That's kind of like a. Urban myth, I guess you could you could say that I, I've heard that uh, I've never validated it, so I'm passing along hearsay. But yeah, we should look that up. 
Oh man, I feel like the it's like a country footloose, like what cartoons would do. Oh yeah, have that be the rule. Like what cartoons would be like slow dancing with each other, and like they'd just show them from like chest up and they're cheek to cheek and holding hands and like it's like they're kind of slowly moving back and forth and then they pan down to their feet and it's just chaos. It's like oh yeah, just doing reality like river dance, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cartoons um, out here ripping. We'll, we'll have to verify that, but I'm comfortable enough in uh, in in who I heard it from that I'll throw it out there on the internet. <laughs> and uh, as I establish almost every episode at this point now, I heard it from you, and that's good enough for me. So, <laughs> whatever. That's you how like. we do it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people out there using that method. A lot of people out there trying to spread word with that method too. I just want to. Uh, I don't know. Did you did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about before I? Because I'm I'm chomping at the bit to get on this guy. Oh man, then we then chomp no more or chomp harder, whatever works better. <laughs> <laughs> chomp at his bit. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> you talk. <laughs> <laughs> so for this episode. There is, a, I was just on TikTok. I, I'm, I'm new to TikTok. I started it as part of uh, stuff for this show. So now I'm, I'm like everybody else and I scroll through it and I see stuff. I like stuff. The algorithm does its thing. And it's starting to bring me uh, creationist type things, I guess, because of the Flat Earth episode, because uh, things like that, that it's starting to send me videos from the other side of the argument, uh, I guess you could say. So this one video in particular, which we will share in the details, um, it, it infuriated me, I guess is a, a good way. To, it, it just offended me. It, it was like, like I, I'm, not, I'm not the type to get offended, but like the, the shit that this guy was saying, um, I forget his name. Uh, do, do you have his name handy? I, I do. Text there. It is uh, Kent Hovind. Uh, if you try to look him up as Dr. Kent Hovind, uh, you will only find it sans the doctor, uh, okay. which I have uh, I have information on his accredited accreditations or accrediting uh-huh. of his doctorate, which we can get to in a minute. I'll let you finish getting wound up as you were. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. So so he he is a um, hardcore creationist. Uh, and he apparently gives talks, and in these talks, he he tries to shoot down evolution and tries to shoot down Big Bang, you know, just basically science as it is now. Uh, he claims that he was a science teacher for fifteen years, um, and that he loves science, but yet everything that he said <laughs> leads me to believe otherwise, because it sounds like he has no idea how science works or what science even is. Um. But I am interested because there's there's dubious. I, I don't know much about his education, but as <laughs> as a religious man, I guess as as a, a Christian or whatever the fuck he is, whatever whatever religion he is, I'm sure one of the rules in that religion is don't beat the shit out of your ex wife. So he already <laughs> violated that. So right off the bat, I'm not even sure that the, the uh, creationist side of the house should be 
putting too much stock in what this guy says. You know, I've I would like to assume that, but I've never I've never dug far enough into what do people who believe that the earth is 6000 years old believe about beating anyone in their family. So, right. <laughs> so to be fair, is there yeah, oh, <laughs> right. Do we have a situation where they can justify it through some fucking Deuteronomy 2 3 or whatever the you know says that in this particular case all right yeah we could do that all day we could pull out uh <laughs> different verses to support whatever we think it <laughs> it's like hold on let me just reread this book again and take something out of context so it fits my narrative <laughs> yeah oh yeah i mean then anybody who actually i guess puts any any effort into studying the bible like because because there are scholars out there christian scholars that that read the bible and and interpret it and like they recognize that it's full of contradiction and you could pull whatever you want to fit your narrative narrative however you want but those are the people that look at like these are a sequence of books that were written over time that i mean there's, there's two creation stories you start with the, the uh he said, let there be light. And so there was light and saw that it was good. And then he created men and women at the same time. And then you flip two pages later. And now we got Adam and Eve where Eve was made from Adam. So, and, and one, the, the creatures were created first, but then again, in Adam and Eve, he made the creatures to serve man. So it's kind of right off the bat. You're not even two chapters into this thing. And, and it's already flip flop. You know, it already contradicts itself. So the idea that these words are the be all end all. Mm. Yeah, it's it makes it way easier to be in charge of a group of people as long as the thing that you hold <laughs> makes it makes what it backs up whatever you say regardless of what you've just said. Right. And I don't even I don't even want to shit talk religion. Like as far as like sense of community, um your beliefs and your morals and your value systems and and, and People can be spiritual and you believe whatever you want to believe. That's not the point. But this guy in, in particular has said, like, we'll, we'll get to the, the list of things that, that he put out to that science has yet to prove in, in his opinion. But he says that science is a religion and that this book is the truth. So it's kind of like if, if you're going to point to that as as fact, that's where. Uh, I guess anybody with a brain, even even religious people, would have a problem with it. Yeah, it's like that. That was like I, I wrote down a few examples of where it just sounds like he's taking people's arguments against him and then just throwing it, like try to use those same words and go, "Well, actually, maybe it's you who is the this doing that," and it's like, no, you just. <laughs> it doesn't make sense yeah, there just at all. You say it's snarky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just because you flipped a couple of the words around in the sentence. <laughs> if anything, you have undiagnosed dyslexia, and you should get that looked at before you start trying <laughs> to teach us science. Yeah. Um, there's, there's so many. Th yeah. So, but his uh, yeah, his uh, schooling is he he got in <laughs> where the hell is this thing going? oh okay uh 
He got a bachelor's degree in music and then a master's degree in music and sacred music from Pensacola Christian College. And then his his doctorate that he got is from I can't find the name of it. Oh, it's it's called like Patriot University in Colorado somewhere, and it's not even accredited by any university or any uh, accrediting board or educational board uh, because they all say that it's a diploma mill or a degree mill, which is where they just crank people out regardless. Okay. So this guy has as much credibility as Dr. Teeth from the Muppets is what you're saying. I don't I. I certainly like Dr. Teeth's music better than I do this guy's <laughs> starters. But the Yeah, the, agreed. The uh the guy the the one uh the one accredity accrediting man, whatever the hell this word is. <laughs> the <laughs> the one organization that gives that university credit as being a legit university. Okay is looked down upon at, by every other accrediting uni- uh, institution as an accrediting mill. So he went to a diploma mill that is accredited only by an accrediting mill. Like, so like, okay. like they, we could start our own university and for a hundred bucks, this place would accredit us. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So we could be doctors too. We can throw a doctor at the, the beginning of our names. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> okay. That's, yeah, it doesn't that's not even unreasonable. Well, he's dumb. He's going to school for nine to ten years. <laughs> <laughs> we could go to a website for nine to ten minutes and get the same prefix. <laughs> then, then we too could act like a couple hundred or you know a few centuries of acquired knowledge is also mumbo jumbo compared to. I don't even know anybody that wrote one of these books. I know people that have like, or, or people have been on YouTube talking about things that were attempted or failed or, you know, we're relying on old shit. If you put in your faith in that. Yeah. And just not, let's, let's not even take this as an attacking the Bible idea. Let's, let, no. let's, 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 let's assume for the sake of this discussion that, even though the wording isn't exactly the same as it was, as it was translated in and out of all these different languages and then edited by whatever kings and leaders wanted to keep certain things into that certain book. Let's, let's say that Mm -hmm. the spirit of the thing has been the same throughout. You don't get to keep the spirit of the science. It it either, it is this exact thing or it isn't this exact thing. There's no, right. Like you don't get, there's no paraphrasing science. It's like the, it's the results uh, based off of specific experiments. Right. And the re and the reason why the big bang theory and the theory of evolution and, and theories, like obviously as, as a 15 year science teacher, as he said, he should understand that. No, we don't know for sure because nobody was there. It's just the evidence points towards one theory being correct. Because even with the Big Bang, there was the steady state theory at the same time. There were two competing theories, and they were both put to the test. 
the Big Bang one made the most sense. And it and it's not or, or the Big Bang one made everything that like when we did models and stuff like that, it was the only one that worked. The steady state one failed. Anytime it was put to the test to to see could that become what we're living in now, it failed. So it's not that science wanted one or the other to be that way because inflation makes no fucking sense if you think about it like that all of a sudden the universe exploded to whatever size it did faster than the speed of light like that doesn't make any sense not a drop scientists don't want that (laughs) they want the easy one that's like i can completely explain this that like looking at inflation they're just like i don't know but it kind of had to be that because nothing else really fits that's where the evidence points yeah yeah, so the, the idea that he says, so just to get to what he said, the word evolution has many meanings, only one of which is scientific. And he breaks down six different types of evolution, what he, what he says, for evolution to be, to be legit, that each of these six things must be proven. He says there is no direct evidence to support any of these things. Yeah, again, so... Number one, cosmic evolution, which is the origin of time, space, and matter. Number two, chemical evolution, the origin of higher elements from hydrogen. Mm. Number three, stellar and planetary evolution, how stars form. Number four, organic evolution, organic light, the origin of life. Number five, macroevolution, changing of one kind of plant or animal into another. And number six, microevolution, which variations within different kinds. And this is the only one that has been directly observed. Yeah, again, because we live 80 to 100 years now in, in the age of modern medicine, so you can't see the, these large scale, like, yeah, no one was around when the universe started. And even so then, no, how, how, old, yeah, how old is photography at this point? Yeah, a couple hundred years again. Yeah. yeah. Close, to, close to 200 years old? Yeah. Almost. <laughs> Never mind that. How old is how old is decent photography? Like <laughs> seventy years tops. Right, where it wasn't a potential fire every time you held up the, the stupid thing yeah. and it exploded. You hold up the <laughs> <laughs> Like people didn't even smile in pictures until like seventy years ago or eighty years ago. That's how ridiculous <laughs> photography was. Who was the person that noticed, holy shit, if you say cheese, it makes the perfect smile. And then that just got passed along. <laughs> like, do you, do you think it was like a trial and error? Where he was like, all right, uh, everybody say sausage. And then he was like, sausage. Oh, the end. The end of sausage. Like, there's a, all right, so cheese. There's something there with the yeah, teeth. Yeah, there's something with the cheese. <laughs> but, but beef? To say beef or beef? I don't know. <laughs> Why does it have to be that pitch? Like, everybody say yeah. cheese. Cheese, whatever. Yeah, you got to go way up. Whatever note that is. No, just cheese. Yeah. Provolone. <laughs> Everyone say your own cheese. Everyone say your favorite type <laughs> on three. <laughs> but yeah, so obviously, no one, if, if we didn't have 
cameras around when when we were coming out of caves. We definitely didn't have it around when when the universe was getting started. So yeah, we don't have evidence. We don't have a picture, but we have hundreds of years of observations. There was someone that noticed, wow, everything is getting everything's moving away from us, which means everything's getting bigger. They don't want that. And that was a priest. It was I, I don't remember his name, but it was a, a priest that noticed that. And he obviously would have preferred a steady state because in keeping with the God created everything, boom, there it was. That That's the steady state thing. God made his little diorama and that's how it's going to stay. But the fact that everything is moving away from each other, again, roll back the clock, that means everything was on top of each other at one point. So a priest figured that out and was like, oh, shit, and that's <laughs> what the evidence says. That they had to go with it. And then all the other stuff like the... The, the cosmic microwave background, again, the baby picture of the universe, like that was found on accident. That was the fucking people were just trying to find villain of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. It's showing its face again. <laughs> but people had a telescope. They were they were aiming it in a spot between uh, known galaxies to try to pick up radio waves that were coming from there. Radio waves came from everywhere. They ended up. They thought it was pigeon poop in, in the telescope or the antenna that they were using, rather. They, they cleaned it and didn't matter where they aimed it. It turned out there was this weird background radiation coming from everywhere in the sky. And that's how it was discovered. And then, you know, pieces fit together, the big bangs. If all this kind of stuff happened, boom. That's it. Nobody wanted the big bang to be a thing. It doesn't benefit haha the devil tricked you you thought that everything was still and it's moving it doesn't it doesn't you still have to be a good person if you're a fucking religion like it doesn't mean <laughs> anything for, for this to be a conspiracy whether or not <laughs> i was gonna be a good person but now i found out that the whole universe is expanding and i'm just gonna have to <laughs> go rape <laughs> plunder and kill my way across the country now because i don't know how to handle that information Right. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, and, and the idea of, I don't want to get too religious, but we, we've already talked about in the, in the time travel one, God, if you use logic, if God is a third party outside actor, like it, it really, there's no time, there's no space for God to actually do anything unless there's another dimension. So the idea that God maybe is just a word for the embodiment of the universe that willed itself into existence. Like there's, there's a religion, religious aspect and a spirituality to that. And, and like, again, getting weird, but like each individual neuron in your head is just a cell by itself. It's nothing, but this weird combination of them together allows for us to be living, breathing, acting, thinking machines. Like, does this planet know that it's doing something the same as your individual neuron? It doesn't know it's part of that neural network. It just is like, so our solar system, what the fuck network could that be part? Like that's getting deep and weird and twisted. And I'm just saying like, if, if you're going to take a religious point of view, there is a way to combine the two of them. Like it doesn't have to be one or the other where it's a battle between science and religion. Yeah. Like it's, there's, there's stuff that can go good together if you just let it like even the like the whole uh when you get the day by day breakdown of uh of what God was doing during the creation 
you know, we, <laughs> when at the end of, at the end of a night of creating, he was laying on his bed with his feet up in the air behind him, writing in his journal what he did that day. <laughs> but <laughs> dear diary, <laughs> today I parted the seas from the lands. <laughs> it was easy. I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it, and it was. <laughs> and I saw it was good. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, I remember, like, because, again, I had 13 years, K through 12, of Catholic schooling, so... Yeah, I I heard I heard a little bit about God and Jesus every single yeah, day of my life same. for those that stretch of my life. Uh but even like kind of early on like I remember thinking like All right, so then if this whole book is metaphors at least according to Catholic teaching that it's oh, Okay, so a day doesn't have to be a day. Like on day 1 he did this. So in my head it was like Oh, okay, cool. So then that's like the first billion years mm-hmm. or whatever of Earth, you know, when nothing was happening, when it was just light and then that's it. And like, it doesn't even have to be the same. Like, it's each day, just you can consider like a Cretaceous period or a late Devonian. Yeah, era like a thing or of some. Any one of those specific things. It doesn't have to be 24 human hours. There was nobody here. And credit to my sister. There was nobody yeah, here to to know, to like to figure out how long it took the moon to go around the Earth anyway. Like, yeah. why would twenty four hours and, even come into play? And I always wondered, like, when when they talk about in the first second of the birth of the universe, everything was hot and dense. But we also know when gravity is really strong that time slows down. So like when everything is in a tight spot and gravity is kind of the dominant force in the universe, does one second feel like a lot can can a lot of shit go down in that one second versus our one second? You know, like that. That's that, I yeah, always wanted to speak to a scientist about that's that. A... Holy shit! Yeah, you just. Shove something right in if you're a brain. scientist. I'll give you my cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, uh, you get that scientist's cell phone number, and then you guys exchange uh, the password to change your voicemails, and you and that scientist can leave each other's outgoing voicemail message. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Well, it's a quick sidebar from what we're talking about. Yeah. We uh, we did that uh, twenty nineteen, right around there. Yeah, right after college-ish yeah. or in college-ish. Yeah. And um, we were changing each other's outgoing voicemails every few days, just one-upping each other with ridiculousness until we both got spoken to by our own parents and then each other's parents to stop. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are going to have to get jobs soon. If anyone calls this. (laughs) Uh, Any Any company that has a problem with this is not a company I want to work for. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they need to loosen up a little bit and chill out, man. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe they're looking for the new fun employee. That's what we could bring to the table. Because everybody says they are, but if you make it part of the interview process, you could you could whittle that down real quick. <laughs> Get what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, no. Let's see where where were we before we drove? So, oh yeah, you. Was- so that was number one. That was cosmic evolution. And did I have a question about this one? No, okay. I do not. Not on that one yet. All right, go ahead. Next one. Okay. Number two, what he calls chemical evolution. That is also known as nucleosynthesis. Um, this is, again, we don't know. Nobody was there when it was just hydrogen. Nobody was there when the first molecules were formed. It's just by looking at stuff, it was like, oh, is this doing, is that what I think is happening, like, you know, this is observation and evidence that guides people that way. And until they try to test it and break it down and, and it looks like, uh, no, this is how it is. So you can figure this out because stars have wavelengths. Basically, the, the light from the stars, light comes out in wavelengths. So when the light from the star comes through, um, there are certain spots in the spectrum that are like blank where if you would, you know, it's kind of a a gradient shading from red down to violet with these random looking black spots where it didn't come through. Um, So that's on the physics side of things. On the the chemistry side of things, when you burn certain elements, they give off a chemical signature, which basically is just certain uh, wavelengths of light are emitted when certain things are burned physicists and chemists talk to each other and they kind of notice that the blank spots on the star signatures kind of match up with the chemical signatures on this stuff burning. And we're able to reproduce conditions in labs and, and little by little notice that these fingerprints basically that are coming from the stars say what's burning. It says what it's made of. It says what's coming through. Um, there's no way for you know certain things to be coming through unless there was some kind of nucleosynthesis. Like it, it's it's not direct evidence, but it's indirect evidence that points you that way. That when you try to peel apart, it holds still, and that's that's how scientific theory becomes accepted. Everybody tries to tear it down, and they can't. Right, and it's just just because you don't have like actual photograph, video, physical evidence of something, doesn't mean that you got get to necessarily just chuck it into the miracle bin and be like, oh, here's another one for miracles. It's like, no, there there yeah. is so much space between those two ends of the spectrum. There's so much so much wiggle room. So, right. Yeah. And and we've conducted fusion experiments like there was a recent cold fusion experiment where they got more energy out than they put in it's like a big deal for the first time ever where they took two hydrogen atoms and smushed them and turned them into some uh, deuterium or some kind of helium you know whatever comes out of it so there's evidence that this happens there's evidence that there's these elements coming from stars there's another element called technetium which is a large atom on its own we know the half-life of that so if we're seeing that come out of stars, we know that this star can only be X amount. It can only be this age. So this obviously technetium wasn't around before the star was created. It was created in the star. And one of the things Mr. 15-year scientist says is that 
stars can't make anything heavier than iron. So where are these heavier things come from? That's because, again, he's a fucking idiot. Stars can't fuse anything hot, uh, heavier than iron in their core. But there are other processes in stars. There's the, the helium and hydrogen shells that exchange neutrons back and forth that 100% create heavier stuff because that's where heavier stuff comes from. That's why there is heavier stuff. That, that was one of the questions I was going to ask about that because he just very matter-of-factly goes, how do we get anything from fusion? can't be from fusion because you can't fuse past iron, and that's that it, like just that quick. Like He didn't give any... right additional information on that and it's like i know you're busy you and had that's a lot disingenuous. of time to talk fucking kent yeah <laughs> you had a lot of topics to get through so There's a lot of, a lot of lies a lot of lies to sell here <laughs> and that's so disingenuous because yeah um you can't in a regular star is not going to fuse something heavier than iron in the core and that's how stars collapse and that's when you know the uh the fusion stops 100%. But there's two other processes. There's the S process and the R process. Again, physicists aren't very uh, imaginative. S stands for slow. R stands for rapid. And there's just a process where in certain conditions, elements can exchange neutrons. So you can get these elements that have a ton of neutrons that then decay because there's the, the weak nuclear force that causes things to be radioactive so you can get all different types of elements from that process. And then when two neutron stars collide, you can get all types of heavy shit, supernovas, all types of heavy shit. Like it, it's disingenuous just to say, it's like saying, I, I don't see any fish in the pool near me. So that means there's no fish in the world. It, it's, it's completely. Yeah. And you can't show me evidence of it. That's, that's always my favorite. Cause yeah. When you say you can't show me evidence of it. then Yes. Because that sentence, because of how you feel, yes, we can't show you that. Yeah, right. As much as I would love to throw you into the core of a star, no, obviously I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so he he said a few things that I was just taking notes of, just obvious. And again, this was, it's contradictions, which are also him trying to flip the narrative that he's the legitimate uh, source of information. Uh, the first one was, you can't support theory with lies. It's like, all right, you are doing that right now. <laughs> You're actively <laughs> doing that. Um, and then he's like, yeah. just because you say something loudly and forcefully doesn't make it so as he slowed down and very loudly and forcefully said that sentence. It's like, I know you're making it, you're trying yeah. to make it seem like you're taking ammo shot against you and throwing it back, but you are just making it look so much worse for yourself, guy. Yeah, are you watching these back? <laughs> Any chance? <laughs> See how I came. Yeah, off. we don't make any money off of these, and we watch all of them back at multiple times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, the uh, yeah, how we how we threw the whole uh, science is a religion, like that whole thing, and uh, it's a dying religion surviving on tax dollars. He said, "It's like right." 
And that's where you really tip what this is all really about. Guy who went to jail for nine years for tax evasion. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> that is the kicker. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, he's saying this shit on... How does he think the internet happened? Like, that, that's where people... like. Quantum mechanics, the only reason that we have any type of, the, the only reason a transistor was ever invented was because of, of quantum mechanics and, and the shit that we learned from that and were able to apply. So, I mean, is, is that part true? Because that's all part of the star stuff being fused kind of stuff. So, I don't know. I would love to know where people like this, how they think the, the internet works. And I would also love to... How, how do you think you charge a cell phone? Let's not even go internet. How do you think a cell phone, a battery holds a charge? We could even start with that. Just on its yeah. base. How do, you, how do you think that giant shoulder VHS camera that this video was recorded on, how do you think that battery charged and lasted 70 minutes tops? <laughs> <laughs> you had to charge it longer than it, than it actually uh, held the charge and worked. Is that you like the you buy like the super duper extra battery pack that like doubles the weight of the entire camera? Yeah. Like you need to hang counterbalances from the lens it. on the front just to just so you don't fall backwards while you're shooting. <laughs> that always pissed me off about RC cars, the remote control cars, and back in the day, you'd have to charge them for twenty four hours and then it would last for four minutes. Yeah, it's <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> Uh, you just reminded me of, uh, I wanted to bring up, uh, like, as I brought up uh, the bad Ray Romano impression. <laughs> I thought it was yeah, a well, Ray Romano impression. It does. But... It was, oh, <laughs> uh, but there's the, the easy uh, bad Bill Burr impression. So uh, you just name some random things, and I'll alternate between liking and hating them. All right, um, camels. Oh, dude, camels are the fucking greatest. Got to go through the desert. They don't got to drink water a lot. You sit on the back. Sometimes they got one hump. They got two. Fucking great. Um, tomatoes. Oh, dude, they're the worst. They're all fucking watery. You try to cut them open. Got all the seeds. It's fucking brutal. Fucking brutal, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and the, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But yeah, it's just back okay. and forth. Just. Anything. Just describe why you like or don't like it. <laughs> it's the greatest. Which is emphatically you use superlatives, yeah. It's the worst. Fucking brutal. <laughs> and then it just that eventually <laughs> evolves into just ah oh, don't bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying all the things. Shortcutting yeah. it. But you said something was the worst and I don't remember it. Ah, uh, this guy. Oh yeah, this guy Most is likely. the worst. It probably had something to do with this. Um, yeah, that All was right. uh. Yeah. So number three, his. Oh, oh, wait. Do you have any other comments on on number um, two before we, before I move on? Sorry, yeah, I don't know. I... Um, I don't. This might be number three. I'm not sure because I I didn't number the things, but they are grouped based off of relevance to each other. Oh no! I think this okay. might have been part of number two because he does the whole. It's a the stars create the elements. 
and then that he, that becomes a whole chicken or egg thing. Did the stars create the elements, or, or the, oh, the stars are made of the, the elements, elements but the, the elements created the stars. Like, what? yeah, like yeah. he 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 sounds like fucking slimy lawyer on a TV show. Oh yeah, and to anyone who doesn't like look into this shit any further than him saying it, it sounds good, especially that like if you paint it in like a, this doesn't make any sense and say it's stupid. Anyone listening is like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Let's give this guy money. Ladies and gentlemen of the congregation, I'm not some fancy big city preacher. It, like that's, <laughs> that's the energy that he's fucking unfrozen <laughs> caveman. <Yeah>. You're. <laughs> This new world frightens and confuses me. (laughs) (laughs) Also, what came first, the chicken or the egg? The egg. Yeah. Because the thing that laid it was some kind of proto-chicken. It wasn't a chicken yet. And there was the mutation from one generation to the next. So you had a chicken egg and then the chicken born from that proto-chicken. So that's a scientific answer. It's the egg. Beautiful. Fucking beautiful. And what is, would you, hmm. Hmm. So, cellular reproduction uh, is done by mitosis, correctly. That's when it's uh, it's two cells that split up into equal clones of each other. I forget the name of it. There was two types of ostosises or whatever, but. We'll go with, yeah, the one mitosis and I can't go. Oh, yeah, Fuck. Yeah, but when they split, when they yeah, so, reproduce. At what point does, and this might be another episode because this might be too big of a question. At what point does cellular mitosis turn into both uh, live birth and egg Like as far as when does asexual reproduction become oh, okay. sexual reproduction? Oh, that uh, yeah, that's uh, more concise. Yeah. Okay. Wh- wh- um, when did that, stuff start we may, doing? We it? may talk about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess when it realized that it was beneficial. At some point, we'll we'll get up to this. But um, like as as things evolved, they do what helps them survive. So, the perfect clone of one cell doesn't have that much room for variation and adaptability evolution to a new type of thing is is very slow in that case it's only when you're getting half the dna from one and half the dna from the other that it allows for more frequent um genetic uh, mutations modifications and stuff like that nature can try more shit out throw more shit at the wall see which sticks best and then yeah at that point it just it increases exponentially yeah. More you mix and match. As to exactly when, I don't think we know. I don't, I think there's evidence of a time period where it didn't happen and then a time period where it seemed to happen more. So there's like, you know, probably a couple million year gap G- in there. Give me give me but, a month. Give me the month it started. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this scientist is looking yeah. for. Or not this scientist, that this this faux scientist, pseudoscientist, I guess you could say. <laughs> this creationist. Like it, it really makes me wonder what I'm doing with myself because the stuff I say is jokes. This motherfucker's getting paid off of a lot. Yeah, no, he, he was up up until he got those those various uh, criminal charges <laughs> for tax evasion, and then 
domestic abuse, he was he was doing all right. <laughs> um, I guess you, you know why? Because you're not a piece of shit, so you're not going to take advantage of other people. That's that's what it boils down to. I mean, if you to, look at my hair, it does not slick back nice at all. No. <laughs> no one has any problem letting me hold the baby, because the baby the yeah. baby won't know that I used to be a piece of shit. We haven't been to Trefani's in ages. <laughs> and I don't wear white anything because I've seen me eat. <laughs> it's going to be all over <laughs> me. <laughs> a little messy. Uh, know, know your yeah. strengths. Just to hop back to number three, yes. though, uh, before we get into uh, actual animal evolution, but the birth of stars. He said that we see spots in like he said, there's no evidence of us actually seeing stars being born. We see bright spots in the distance that may be, but who knows what it is? Yeah, we're not there. We don't know. But we have those chemical signatures. We can see what's coming through. We've seen proto star like the pillars of creation stuff. We've seen supernovas like just connecting the dots, all of this evidence points to the life cycle of a star. And when you try to pick it apart and look at it at dip- different angles, it's been refined. There's a whole bunch of other, you know, weird shit like the idea of, I think I even said that uh, some stars don't have a supernova and make a black hole, but some stars that make a black hole do have a supernova. Like th- there's all different various things because science learns stuff and tweaks it all the time, so on and so forth. But to say that we've never seen a star being born, yes, we have. We 100% have. And it's through those chemical signatures that we know that it's a star being born and not, I don't know, alien farts. I don't know what the fuck he thinks his bright spots are. <laughs> so the, uh, it's like the, so the chemical signature. I I wonder if he's trying to play the whole, like, the hard thing to wrap your head around for any of the stuff where we say we've seen. Again, I I think you even corrected me at one point. It's like the the more accurate term is observed, right? Cause, yeah, that's but 100%. yeah, like, I I think that that definitely uh, lends itself to people trying to convince people of stuff like this because you aren't actually seeing it. Like you have right. enough people walking around the planet with a, I believe half of what I see and none of what I hear. And all right, well it's, you're not seeing this happen. And it's like, all right, well I'm not believing it. <laughs> the scientists, the liars. And, <laughs> oh, you know what really like, <laughs> The thing that that fires me up about that is the, the the people that are saying shit about these scientists are liars, dude. You cheated off these people in high school. That's the only reason you were able to graduate high school and get any semblance of a job is because these nerds that you bullied let you cheat off their paper and allowed you to pass. And now you have the fucking audacity to come back and call them liars. Like especially the geologists, they got their asses kicked because they were rock nerds. Their favorite things were rock. And then they grew up and their job is to dig through the rocks. That's all they ever wanted. And they let you fucking look at their earth science paper so that you could play football. And now you're going to call them a liar. Like (laughs) the audacity, audacity. (laughs) That, that gets, that pisses me off. (laughs) Clearly. 
Yeah, because they're, they're finally, like, this is their time to shine. They're finally in a field where it matters, and they're, they're like, wow, I dug through these rocks, and the further down I go, there are no mammals. There's no skeletons related to mammals. That is so crazy. That means mammals at some point came into the picture. How did they come into the picture? And that's where Darwin comes in, and the ideas of, you know, evolution and survival of the fittest and all that kind of stuff. But that, like... Again, they didn't go digging to prove that mammals evolved. This shit came because they were looked at the rocks and went, what the fuck? And had to put something together. Like, And these were the smartest of the smart. And now we're going to say, nope, you're wrong. It was God. Because yeah. they have seen the light now. Now they can. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... -huh. uh... And and also that so this is his macro evolution that we've never seen an animal transform into another animal because these time scales that we're looking at that it there's no like it wasn't a monkey turned into a human there was a whole bunch of connection of shit and we're finding spots like we're finding this here this here digging down and that like we're we're giving it a label as scientists or or, or as, as human beings so we could talk about it so we can continue to make observations and it, if you go back in time like dentinus or whatever it doesn't call itself that it's not like oh no i'm not a, a dentinus i'm i don't even deninocinus however the fuck you say it i'm kind of fucking up words um, here but they didn't call themselves actually, that they're not going to get offended i didn't my name it. is ruth so rude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i didn't involve evolve into that species yet i am still a, a <laughs> precursor to the allosaurus so i would appreciate it yeah like that's just shit that we label it so that we can kind of understand it's, wow, it's a reference point in this it's, period here yeah. this is kind of where this was kind of happening and and it's on on the millions of year scale it's we're not breaking it down to like you know and this year, then the next year, then the next year. It's like, wow, if you look at for between three million years past between this skeleton and this skeleton, these kind of look like whales and whale skeletons still kind of have hip bones. You can kind of see some kind of connection between this. So maybe these land animals be evolved into whales and that, you know, again, pick it apart, see what sticks, what doesn't, and it's stuck. Fucking whales. Yeah, we even have, we have evidence of evolution. Actually, I wrote this down in our own bodies because, like, uh, there are things that we don't use anymore. We have appendix, the, the appendix, wisdom teeth. We get goosebumps. What are that for? We don't have any fur or anything to raise. So th these are evidence of, of shit within us that was like appendix. We don't need to eat grass. The thing supposedly might be for that. So, uh, see, like I. That. Appendix always made me laugh once I figured out it was for, uh, like, processing harder-to-process things. Like, and uh, I just, my brain immediately went to just dummies sitting in a field just going, oh, no, try one of these rocks. And you just, just people just shoving rocks in their head. Just. <laughs> yeah, let's see which one didn't yeah. kill you. 
Which, by the way, I talk shit about people who hate rocks. There was a stretch of time until I was like three, I would like to say. I will have to confirm with family members. But I am pre. I there was definitely times that I would sneak out of the house into my backyard when I was two or three with a spoon and just sit down and eat dirt. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I I would love to believe I had my own dirt spoon, like just tucked away somewhere. Mom, where's my <laughs> dirt spoon? <laughs> You expect me to eat dirt off a butter knife? I am not an animal. <laughs> I'm not eat dirt with my hands. Although, I mean, if if you eat dirt, you don't have to wash your hands before you eat it, right? Yeah, it's true. It's just you know, you're getting it. You're not gonna get your hands clean, so you can get them dirty yeah. again. Like if it's already dirt on it, that's that's it. You're eating the stuff that you're washing like off your hands, so. Add it to the pros of eating dirt. Yeah, if you got taco seasoning on your hands and you're eating a taco, <laughs> don't wash it. <laughs> <laughs> don't eat. Don't wash your hands if you eat dirt. <laughs> that's gonna be in the. Uh, it's gonna be in uh, big dirts pro dirt eating media campaign. <laughs> Tired of washing your hands? Media would have you think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So when I was around two or three also, um, my, my family tells me they used to catch me in the middle of the night kneeling in front of the refrigerator with the door open, eating cold hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> now, the kneeling, was, was it because it was on the bottom shelf and that was the easiest yeah, I think it was the drawer at the. Okay. I mean, again, I was like three, right, so, so I don't remember two. But yeah, I think so I was down there. So it wasn't there like the refrigerator the was. I wasn't practicing. <laughs> I was more just going. It was a religious experience for you. Like you had the oh, door okay. closed, hands folded, just chomping away. <laughs> I thought you were saying on my knees, shoving hot dogs in my face. <laughs> I was getting me you ready. You don't have to practice what comes naturally to you, my friend. <laughs> right. I definitely ate, born ate with cold a gift. I, I got caught eating cold hot dogs as well. So that says a lot about both of us. <laughs> Maybe okay. not in the middle of the night. Yeah. I was uh, oh, <laughs> all right. Uh I would however get caught uh oh this is going to this is going to hurt you. <laughs> I would oh uh, my Catch parents would wake would come to wake me up the next morning. And they'd move my pillow, and there'd be like five or six empty ketchup packets that I would eat just right uh, out of the packet in my sleep. <laughs> All right, you've been listening to <laughs> Under the Guys. Thank you. <laughs> and I gotta go. <laughs> I have to go. Never speak to my co-host ever again. <laughs> yeah, and this is our final episode. Hope you enjoyed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't do it anymore, as far as anybody knows. <laughs> no, yeah, of course not. I don't eat cold hot dogs either. <laughs> yeah, I don't eat cold hot dogs either. <laughs> uh, number four and number five, what do we have to here? I think we did, yeah, or 
organic evolution that was the origin of life. Macro, well, now we didn't really touch on. I, I want to get to that in a second. Just we we did macroevolution with the rocks. Microevolution. We he admitted that we see evidence of that, and I think that that's actually pretty cool. There was uh, white moths in England during the Industrial Revolution um, due to the amount of soot that came with uh, industry. Uh, the, these particular moths evolved to turn gray. What to turn? Like there, there was some here and there that was, you know, I guess like the albino species or reverse albino in that case, where one would be born darker, but it wouldn't survive as well because it was more likely to stand out and get eaten by a bird compared to the white ones. Whatever they blended into, it would work better for them. But due to industry and due to the area becoming darker from the ash and soot and whatever the hell else came out these moths actually started passing on that uh, uh, darker color gene when the white ones were dying out because they stood out in, in this. So due to their lifespan, we were able to actually see this in action. So, yeah, and it, I mean, I don't understand why that would happen, but macroevolution can. It, it can only happen if one person's been alive long enough to see it. That's the only way evolution happens. Because it is a man-made construct. Yeah, it's labels so that we could understand and try to talk about and, and do more research and kind of stick a pin in this so that we don't have to keep reproving this and we can go on to the next thing and invent your fucking cell phones. <laughs> uh, as you type about Jesus. <laughs> as you uh, as you make your own uh, website about it. I don't know if you caught this about him. Uh, speaking of typing about Jesus, uh, if you go to drdino.com, that's drdino.com. Dr. Dino. Yeah. You go to the website uh, of Dinosaur Adventureland, which is a theme park that this gentleman uh, came up with that proves that people and dinosaurs existed at the same time. And he has an entire theme park devoted to this in Pensacola, Florida. Of course it's in Florida. <laughs> well, it's a theme park, <laughs> so obviously it's Florida. <laughs> that too, yeah, there must be some kind of... It's a very Jesus-heavy theme park. Or not even, like, that's insulting to, like, the heavy Christian theme parks that already exist. To lump this in with them. I think so. I, I think like normal, even like, I don't want to say normal creationists, but even like other creationist groups kind of don't want anything to do with this fucking lunatic. Yeah, he's. <laughs> Proves that. So, um, again, w w his proof is good, but the other mountains of scientific proof that we have for this other stuff, that's religion. But what's his proof? Him, he himself went out and found bones he referred to experiments a lot that he'd done and i take matt pike's use of the word experiments in our in yeah. our intro way more seriously than i take him using the word experiments that he's done and i know for a pack it's, it's a probably pack, matt pike is only dicking around with his effects battles trying to make something sound cool <laughs> right he's not a doctor of spiritual yeah. music he's just fucking stoned and fucking around 
But what what experiments could he possibly have done? I have no idea that the scientific community hasn't. Yeah. And and his proof of of dinosaurs or another one that I hear I hear dragons a lot. I hear a lot of people uh, on the creationist side of things say that it's not dinosaur bones, it's dragon bones. Which yeah, why what? why is one more believable than the other? Like I'm not there's no big lizard. They didn't exist a long time ago. They existed in the Middle Ages and breathed fire, and then we buried them. Like that's, I would rather that than have them be old. It's more believable that they breathe yeah, fire. It's... I don't know. All right, then it... I'll believe that. Explain the chemistry of them breathing fire. Explain their yeah. fire glands without watching Reign of Fire or Game of Thrones. Or anything else that has cool fire breathing dragons. Or Flight of Dragons. Dragons. That's an underrated cartoon from the eighties. Flight of Dragons. I don't know that one. That that Flight of Dragons is a good one. So that one I don't know. And then that other one that uh let's talk about you and your sister about that I don't same same one. Oh, the wizards, yeah. Yeah, 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 I've never heard of that one either. So that was like That's a funny one. So it's I think it's the same guy that made like Fritz the Cat. Um so the, they're they're adult right. cartoons from, from the seventies. But my parents didn't know. So they saw this cartoon called The Wizards and I'm you know, I'm into like fantasy type stuff and it had a gnome on it and, and there was a skeleton army and all that. Little did they know when they popped it in, like there was there was sex, drugs, rock and roll, cursing, people like <laughs> The gnome had a gun and was shooting people in the face, <laughs> point blank range. <laughs> like, it wasn't very magical. It was, I don't know. As he said, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> Pop someone in the face. <laughs> and the parents are like, "How is the movie?" And I was like, "That affected yeah. me." Like, that's <laughs> I'm afraid, but also the front of my pants feels different. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of things happen in that 90 minutes <laughs> well maybe it was 75 back then they didn't they didn't give you 90 back in the day so i but. what is what is all right <laughs> you give me the plot of that movie in 60 seconds go <laughs> i don't remember the plot I, I believe there was there was something to do with the skeleton army that was very very nazi and very hitler um, and the the gnome was like avenging his brother or something like that, and the hijinks in between. I, because I, I was like six, I, I was pretty okay. young when right. I saw that, and it was it was only a one time <laughs> rental, so I don't <laughs> I don't remember it, and I haven't seen it since. So it was yeah. it was the wizard wizards or the wizard the wizards. wizards. Okay. So the wizards. Yeah, or maybe not even the maybe wizards. just wizards. Uh, apparently, it was also the night that the skeletons came to life. <laughs> yeah, they did more than pull your hair up, <laughs> but not out. Last bit. I've been saving yeah. this one. Let's do it. So this is about his. He says the origin of life, organic evolution. That there's there's no proof for this. And and again, no. But there is theory and there is evidence that points to this theory being the most likely thing. The theory is open to changes. There's gaps in the theory that still need to be filled, which is what science fucking does. Like, that's that's 
how all of the stuff that we know to date was figured out. But this is abiogenesis. So it's the idea that something organic can come from something that's inorganic. It, it's really, really complex. It, it's not something that you would think it doesn't make sense for it to happen. Um, as far as like the, the second law of thermodynamics that uh, everything uh, entropy increases in a closed system just means that things get more chaotic as time goes on. It's very, it, it's less likely for things to become more organized out of nowhere. It's more likely that they'd scattered yeah. about, but for organic material to form, there had to have been some kind of loss of entropy where the materials did become slightly more organized for things to happen. But again, it's a closed system. It's not just this one molecule or this one thing because living matter gives off waste and gives off heat. So it does increase the entropy, even though there's a slight dip that goes closed. So it closed doesn't violate system. any laws of physics. What do, you, what do you mean specifically by closed system? Closed system meaning no influence from the outside. Like if the universe is a box, someone from the oh, outside okay. so can like reach in and the, reorganize uh, the like marbles. The analogy but... of something happening in a vacuum is a closed system. Yeah, okay. just it, yeah, it doesn't even have to be in, not even in a vacuum, just with without any kind of interference or any kind of any kind of energy input from external. Okay. All right, that's the key. Yeah, so point of that, that that's kind of a little bit complicated but his theory was or, or his argument is that however many billions of years ago a billion years ago that it rained on the rocks and it formed some kind of soup and that we evolved from soup and that his great 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 grandfather was soup that that's his his big yeah, tagline that it made me aggravated because he also put up a slide that was like a can of Campbell's soup and they put primordial above it. And then he had an arrow drawn to it where it was like, and it said grandpa, like he was so, this was so much more like an attempted hit piece than actually trying to prove something exists. Like it was just trying yeah. to besmirch the science rather than no, here's what the work that I've done. And here's how this disproves that. Like he was just trying to, yeah, talk shit about it he's trying to talk shit about our great 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 grandfathers man bullshit like he had the same energy where he said said came from soup like and he kept leaning into that it had the same energy as if i could quote i think you should leave yet again the uh where they're talking about the football game they're like yeah it's went to the lions game he's like Wait, the lions? Like the animal? And they were playing a game. I'm just trying to understand here. Like that's at least the version of that energy I like is on a show that is jokes and knows it's jokes. Right, it's meant yeah. to be funny and, and entertaining because it's so fucking yeah, obnoxious and, he, and intentionally up to doing that for real. Like he's that's yeah, that's what he's bringing to the table. That's his personality. That's just how he is. It's gonna be exhausting. It's gonna be like, yeah. yeah, it's gotta be exhausting enough to where you'd get married and divorced, and married and divorced, and married and divorced, and because who could live with that? 
No, not certainly not, not three of his wives. That's for sure. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. And uh, again, he's a science teacher, or, or uh, says he was a science teacher, and that he he loves science and all that kind of stuff. Like he doesn't see how chemistry can evolve into biochemistry or precursors of biochemistry with like lipids and fatty acids and how things can kind of self rep like this was all over a long, long period of time. Yeah, it was a long period of time, geologically speaking. But once the ball got rolling and things started being successful, it was replicated and, and you know, you had the, the the mitochondria and and uh, things that evolved from that and some th- there's a cool theory like again because these are theories they're trying to put things together but there's a cool theory about in the beginning or or, or as life was first becoming evolved or this pre life conditions that there were these proto cells it was the, these lipids and fatty acids and in most cases the fatty acids would kind of consume the lipid. And that would be that would be it. But there was some cases where the fatty acid engulfed the lipid and almost the, the lipid almost kind of served like a parasite, a parasitic type role, and they worked together. And when that cell or that, that thing replicated, it replicated both the lipid and the fatty acid. And this was the beginning of actual eukaryotes and eukaryotic cells, which are what's inside us and trees and, and everything that uh, is, is large and structured, that it was just kind of a, a, a thing again that happened in, in some cases. And uh, here we are. Shit. And if you're going to talk about God, like I, I, there's no God in that, like that's where I would look at, at to say that, uh, you know, th- this was the, that was the will that this thing didn't, that normally eats this thing didn't. And they work together. And it, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like that, other that could be like it. the the spark of of yeah. creation is that moment right there when that first uh, lipid uh, fatty acid interaction replication. Yeah. Man, it really sounds like I'm just saying words, but I did I did repeat words. <laughs> no, but it yeah. does all right. Yeah. But yeah. but I guess kind of that is then then if we prove that it's you. you you keep having to step back and say, okay, well, maybe that's not, well, the thing before that, that's where God comes in. And then you have to keep backing up and backing up. So maybe they got tired of being on their heels. So they just went, nope, it's all bullshit. We're sticking to this book and that's it. All the other stuff is lies. And they're trying to steal your soul and sell you to the devil or whatever the people is, people are doing whatever science. That, uh, that example of you, you giving, all right, well then this, well then what about the thing before that? I've, Surprise, surprise, yet another wonderful Futurama clip to send you. <laughs> that is okay. making a very similar type joke. It's fun. Uh, new new episodes of Futurama <laughs> out July 24th, I hear. Or I think I've read. But they're definitely coming out this year. Good for them. Sweet. Uh, yeah, I love that show. These, This guy's a dick. Plain and simple. Yeah. Yeah, your last your your last thing I want to say, your great 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 grandfather was not soup, it was Luca. Luca means the last universal common ancestor because at some point, us 
dogs, ants, trees, shrimp, mushrooms, everything that, that's alive evolved from one common ancestor. So that that's your Adam and Eve. There is no Adam and Eve. There is Luca. And Luca led to everything. And I just saw a, uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson reel where he's talking about, like, it's funny you brought up mushrooms. So the common ancestry tree split from plants to, let's say, where from it split from where plants and people eventually, those two branches. Mushrooms are closer to human beings than they are to plants. That's yeah. really cool. They, I've heard that too, but yeah, that, that oxygen. is that is fucking yeah. weird. It's wild, and mushrooms have yeah. the uh, like, like they'll dig up like a whole like I say bed because I don't know what else to call it, but like they'll find like an interconnected mushroom that's that's like considered a single organism, and it takes up like half of a forest, but it all communicates to other mushrooms and it works in conjunction with the other plants in the area and it's taking the carbon dioxide from the plants and or I'm sorry the other way around they're breathing in the oxygen from the trees and plants and stuff and then they're breathing out carbon dioxide which is just symbiotic all right in that yeah and the the mushrooms are just the spores right like the the organism itself is the, the fungi that that's underground that because I, I think the one you're talking about, the biggest one, I think that also might be the oldest living thing uh, in the world. Like it, it's like a couple thousand years old or something like that. It's just been, it can kind of self-replicate and it and it's so big. Oh, wow, I see. I didn't like even that. hear that part. That's even cooler. So it, it might not be the same one, but it's definitely a fungi of some kind. That's all, the oldest living organism. And so we can kind of, if it's the same one, we'll link the one. If not, we'll link two things. Yeah, we we said a lot of links too, so we'll. Uh, yeah, I'll have to go through and write all that. I, I usually go through and write shit down again. Yeah, shit. But, but yeah, so. Yeah. I guess, I guess the moral of the moral of today's episode is that the Earth is six thousand and one years old. Right. Mm-hmm. No more, no About less. That. Created in seven days, but also created in one day in the Garden of Eden at the same time. I was Last thing, there's there's a Christian scholar that I follow on TikTok, which I know how, how fucking dirty that sounds, but he's really, really cool because he, he basically just picks apart other people's bullshit because he went to school for it. And he was saying that the first book of Genesis was written as like an, an addendum. So it was the Adam and Eve story is older. And then the priests of the time were like, we don't like this anymore. We're going to write this second one. This is the new story. This is this is the real one. And then at the, um, what's it called? The council of, or whatever, the, the meeting in Nicaea, the, where they kind of decided which books were going to be in yeah. the Bible. I got, uh, I got voted in that way. And I mean, I know it was part of the Torah and all that shit, but I only know the Christian history. Like it, and that goes to like what I was saying before. It's, well, where's all the other stuff? Where, 
Yeah, we're, they got we're voted out. Yeah, voted they out. Why did it get voted out? Because yeah. it upset who and whoever. Well, if nothing else, didn't yeah. fit the narrative. It didn't fit the. This is how we're gonna run the show. Because it, it was like you said, it was leaders. It was people like Constant Constantine and stuff like that that were that were doing it at the time. Man, trying to keep us all down. Always comes to that. Yeah. Well, don't listen to people that beat their wives about how you should act, and don't listen to people about tax funding science that don't pay taxes. That's a, that is sound advice, and I think that that's a solid, yeah. solid way to wrap this whole thing up. Uh, you can email us, even Gmail us at under the guise of science at gmail dot com. Under Guys of Science on Facebook and Instagram. At Science Guys, G-Y-S-E on Twitter. Under the Guys of Science on TikTok and YouTube. Guys, always spelled G-U-I-S-E. Every time. Like us, rate us, subscribe yeah. to us. All oh, and I, I, I will add that I've been wanting to bring this one up, too. I, I know for a fact, like... Again, we're not making it. Make oh, by the way, we're on we're on Patreon. We we apparently are on Patreon. It wasn't just a joke because we have Patreon subscribers. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we're working on getting you yeah. content. <laughs> <laughs> the more money you get us, the more stuff we can get. We hope. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's awesome that we have those, and also uh, that we have. A reel out there from our Flat Earth episode that people we don't know who they are at all are arguing in our comment section. I mean, if that is not making it to some degree, then I don't know what is. Yeah. Like that feels That's at least we are we are internet <laughs> present. That's it. <laughs> we are here. Feel free to come to our front lawn and argue. <laughs> It's it's very entertaining to watch. <laughs> it's the craziest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't I wasn't asking for it, but I'm happy it's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh shit, we get this out of this too. <laughs> I hope I hope for more with this. Actually, I would like to tag this particular doctor. I'd like to tag other creationists. Creationists, I want to know why dragons and not dinosaurs. Please write in and tell me that. That's very interesting. Yeah, and I would also like to see uh, Kent Hovind. I would also like to see him in an actual discussion-based, almost debate, rather. He's got a bunch of debates out there, which I did actually see are available, but I'd, I'd like it. Oh, I'd really? like to see it in a just-answer-the-question Cut all your bullshit out with yeah, facts. How does this one thing answer this? Nah, he's not going to do that. You'll, you'll never get that. Because he's yeah, exactly. protecting his, uh, his revenue stream. Right. For him to say, he would have to come out and say, listen, I lied about all this. I know a, a good way to make money off these suckers. And I really hate women. <laughs> <laughs> I hate women, but I love so. to hit them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's his. That's his caption on his Tinder profile. 
Uh, yeah. All right. So check us out. Look at us. Listen to us. And, uh, yeah, give us some money if you want. Yeah. Well, then tune in next time. As we... Give, give us more than eight minutes. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I got you figured out in eight minutes. You got to remember. I, <laughs> I, I do want to say one last thing that uh, I think... Uh, We've been misrepresented somewhat. Neither of us are experts on either of these topics. Both of us are just fucking <laughs> using our heads and, and, you know, listening to people that are, again, that we cheated off in high school to get to where we are now. We're not going to come back now and, and tell them they're stupid or tell them they're liars. So. Yeah, it's... This is this is for entertainment. We're being funny. We want to hang out. We want you to come hang out with us. Yeah, this is... Hey, do you want to talk about this thing that I find fun? Yes. Yes, I do. And that's it. And if other people like it too, that's cool. And if not, yeah. whatever. Go fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> it's very loosely science based at this point. We tried to come in and give a groundwork so everyone could kind of uh, understand some basic stuff. Because I think even in this episode, we did kind of reference things that we talked about previously. So it's good to have that that out there, just in case you're not familiar with science and only familiar with us. Yeah, it's. <laughs> So we it's almost as though that we are not actually doing a science podcast, but we're actually doing it rather under the guise of science. One one, one could, could say, say that, that, that we are under the guise of science. I like it. That'd be a good it name would. for a podcast. Though I'm still pushing for under the fellas of science. I like that one. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. Under the gentleman of science. Thanks for listening. <laughs> el uh, bajo del hombres el ciencio. I think. <laughs> that means peace. <laughs>